Welcome to the Thirst Trap Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us this episode. Next time, tell a friend and make sure you both download and subscribe to the Thirst Trap Podcast wherever podcasts are playing so you'll know exactly when the next episode will air. Enjoy. So, welcome back to the Thirst Trap Podcast. It's your girl, Michelle. And it's your girl, Brittany. <laughs> and today's episode is our finale for season one. Thank you so much for listening. The lives, the the episodes that you guys have been tuning into. We greatly appreciate it. If we can help one person, then our job is done. Really. It's like a know. domino effect. It is. It is. Because I, I think I get a lot of people who will then say, Well, what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? You want you know, it's 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 a good feeling when somebody can come to you and 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 trust you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So that's what um, I think I'm most happy about with the Thirst Trap podcast because people are opening up and they're talking and they're having conversations and they're not scared to be who they are in their hurt and their brokenness and in their growth. I think my favorite part of it is um, becoming more open to other people's opinions and. Um, backgrounds mm-hmm. because we've um, encountered a lot of people, yes. people that we went to high school with that mm-hmm. we didn't know too much about, mm-hmm. have opened up, um, new people that we've met that have given us like really good feedback. So I'm like really happy that we've got the the oomph and the courage to like even start it. And mm-hmm. then once we started, it was like a flower just beautifully yes. blossomed. Yes. And I was like, oh yes. And it's gonna continue to blossom because next season we do have great things planned for you guys. Um and for ourselves really because the thirst trap is about self growth and right. self love and things like that. Being it's thirsty for you for own, you. For, for you own self. self. <laughs> Be thirsty for you own self. But no, I mean, the, the goal is to be better people so we can help other people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's. I don't know who's becoming better for themselves that's not going to help somebody else along the way. I think that's pretty selfish. Um, and most people who are givers and helpers, you know, allow that growth to happen within them so then they can, you know, then be a blessing to other people. But the finale... Tonight is going to be about um, the good and goodbye, you know, the beauty and goodbye and the and the beauty and new beginnings because 2020, Lord, this year has been a year. It's been like five years in yeah. one year. I feel like we in like... <gasps> Level what of Jumanji? Right. <laughs> right. Somebody put the pieces back and whose tone is it to roll? Because... Oh my goodness. Like 20... It's been a year that no one has... My generation, we've never seen a year like this. I'm not quite sure. I don't even think my parents' generation, maybe maybe before their generation, maybe my grandma's I just talked generation. to my grandmother the other day, and mm-hmm. she's 70-something years old, and she told me she'll be 79 in March. She was like, nah, bruh, I no. ain't never seen nothing like this. Yeah. She's like, the whole country shutting down, like, in other countries shutting down? She's like, See? now, I've seen some stuff where it was, like, a little, like... You know, a little recession here and there. Mm-hmm. A couple people lost their job. She Racial, like, you right, know, right. But she's like nothing like this. And so I was just, you know, thinking about it. And oftentimes we um, get so stuck in like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. That sometimes we forget that there's actually good things going on yes, in a did. pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I think the good and goodbye is a perfect way to end the season. It's like we could choose to focus on the negative or we could choose to focus on the accomplishments that we had Mm -hmm. and how we move forward and use those as building blocks to propel ourselves in the next year, right? Next season. In the next season, right. Because I, I, I think a lot of people need to realize that things are seasonal. Like, I know we're in this pandemic, and I know it has taken up our year starting at March, Mm -hmm. right? So, what, minus two or three months, right? So, that's pretty much the whole year. So, it's it's a season that people feel like they're not going to get out of. But as we're getting out of the year of 2020 and going into a new year, we have to have the mindset of a new season as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean... 
I'm not really, I don't really have a green green thumb. Is it green thumb? Yeah. For plants. For planting and things like that. But I know the importance of taking care of plants and making sure that once you, you know, sow a seed, mm-hmm. that you're doing everything that you can to water it and help it grow. So I think in the next season, you know, um, it's important for us to welcome the good things, like you said, even mm-hmm. though so many bad things have happened around us. Um, so what are some things that we can um, pretty much say goodbye to, but find the good in goodbye? You know, I don't know if you want to say anything specific or just in general um, in, in, in this season that we're in propelling us to the next season. I think um, there is a, a song um, that is written by PJ Morton. Mm-hmm. But basically, the lyrics are, um, I let go and mm-hmm. I let God, mm-hmm. right? So, let uh, go, let go. <laughs> oh, my brother. <laughs> no, but that's really what has helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, I held a lot of anger mm-hmm. in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know, like, this anger is wearing me down. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really... Who is heavy on me, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm angry at somebody that don't even care about me. Ooh. So okay, who's the idiot here? <laughs> they don't really give two rats behinds about mm-hmm. your emotions, your feelings, anything. And I'm sitting over here angry, pissed off, you know, wanting to get like wanting to be like, why? Why am I in this situation? Mm-hmm. But as soon as I say, you know what, Lord. Whatever this person does to me, whatever they do to me, okay, you got to handle that. Mm -hmm. Because this is way too heavy on me. I got to let it go. And when I started changing my mindset of letting go of anger and also change relationships, Mm -hmm. because I realized I read a book, I always talk about it, by Mm -hmm. Pastor Darius Daniels, and it's called Relational Intelligence. Mm -hmm. And by reading that book, I've learned to um, not, you know... uh, by my words, mm-hmm. but I've learned how to put people in their place. In their place, right? And as soon as I did that and learned how to do that, I didn't get so offended. And in their place, meaning a mental, emotional, spiritual type of way, and because you don't always have to be like, "Look, I'm not talking to you right yeah, now. No, stay it, out my, stay out my way." It could be. It wasn't even like subtle, that. Right? It was <laughs> like okay. So in the and book, awareness. yeah, in the book, it talks about friends, mm-hmm. associates, mentees, and mentors. Mm-hmm. Some people who I thought were my friends, they were my, really my associates. Mm. But I had them in the friend box. Mm. So I'm expecting them to act like a friend, mm. but they really an associate. Right, or a family right. member that I'm expecting something from, and you constantly not giving me that. Oh, mm. okay. Gotta put you in the, this this mm. may happen box. Gotta I can't put over. you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta reassign you to a different box. Mm. Once I assigned those people in certain boxes, I knew what fruit they were going to bear. Mm, so I said, okay. I can't expect a fish to bark. That's not going to happen. And so once I I did the work to actually um, accept the fruit for what it was, Mm -hmm. I can't expect something that you can't give me. And if I keep expecting it, I'm in the wrong spot. Not you, because you constantly you're consistent. You right. giving me the same rotten fruit or the same no tax back right. or the same taking, 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 and yeah, giving. you you giving the same thing. So mm-hmm. I need to do the work on my end, mm-hmm. and I really think that um, by doing that, the end of my year, I should say, has become a lot less stressful. Mm-hmm. I don't get upset anymore about the simple things. Okay. I still love you. Right. I still pray for you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to still give you grace. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I'm going to allow you in my space to hurt me. Right. But I've now adjusted the box that you fit in. And because I've done that, it's emotional management for me. Right. So I'm, I'm more aware of what I'm going to feel if I let somebody else do that to me. Right. I would say... For me, it's kind of similar as far as putting people in their place. I feel like I was kind of always good with doing that. However, Mm -hmm. um, with putting people in your place, you have to, or putting them in their place, I should say, you have to emotionally prepare yourself for that because not a lot of people are going to understand why you're putting them in the place that that you're putting them in. Mm -hmm. And it could be... Um, ignorance on their part people are very much well aware of what they're doing 
to you. So you have to really mentally prepare yourself to say, okay, they can't be on my regular call list anymore. They can't be the people that I text like that anymore because it looks like I'm doing more to reaching out than they are anyway. And it's not to say that you're better than anybody else. It's not to say that um, you, you don't like this person anymore. It's just to say, I have to really categorize, like, you know how you pay your bills and there's priority bills over other bills? Some people just going to have to be at the end of the list. They right. going to have to be at the bottom of the list. And emotionally, you have to prepare yourself for that because people are going to be looking at you like, well, why wasn't I good enough? Or right. why wasn't I, um, why was I somebody that you had to detach yourself from? What was wrong with me? And I found out for myself, actually speaking to a couple of people this year, because you know, I'd be quick to like, snip, snip, right. snip, snip, cut off. Go, go. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I had the opportunity to speak to some people and was like, I thought there was something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a reason you cut me off because of me. And I had to be real with them and be like, it wasn't because of you. It was because of me. Like, I had to be able to be um, disciplined enough to know that I can't necessarily speak to you right now. And it is, not, and, and, and I'm at fault for probably not announcing that, you know? And I think that a lot of times... When, you know, we are detaching ourselves from somebody, um, I would be the first one to be like, you know what you did. Like, why I got to why I got to tell you why I'm not speaking to you anymore? Why do I have to tell you? But as an adult, we should communicate them th- those things. I have a relationship right now that I cut off a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I have I, I, I still struggle with saying I cut you off because of X, Y and Z, because as an adult. And on some G stuff, you, you know what you did. That's the Jersey City coming out. Yes, yeah, like, right. <laughs> and that's where I have to grow because it's just like, you know what you did. Like, I, I don't feel like as an adult, we have to do that. Do I still feel like I owe that? I'm, I'm, that's where I'm struggling. And I think that that's, that's very, very, very um, important that you know, mm-hmm. okay, like, look, this is a part where I'm struggling at. How do I not struggle with this. Mm-hmm. Do I say something? Well, if I say something, what's the point? Because you still are who you are. Right. Well, people, some people aren't committed to forward growth. Right. And and some people will be so be self-absorbed. Yeah, or they'll be so self-absorbed with their own problems. Yes. They sometimes, and I had to learn this, sometimes they really don't see it. Child. It make it make sense, because right? nobody would cut them off. Nobody would be like, "Yo, you childish, you immature, you not, you not loyal, right? Like, not whatever loyal. the case you're may not, be." You know, and as a friend, it's like you go along with the antics. Mm-hmm. And I found myself before I cut that relationship off, I was going along with the antics. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? I was I was doing what everybody else was doing, laughing with you and ha ha kikin with you when. Honestly, I felt like I was the one being laughed at. And you know what's crazy? I felt like uh, when you feel like people are laughing at you, mm-hmm. you tend to act differently than what you normally would. Mm-hmm. And you're not your genuine, honest self. And when you feel like you're not being genuine, you're like, ooh, I need to step away. Yeah, I need to step back. Because you're not, you're, not, you're not operating and moving naturally and smoothly. I found that a lot of times when I'm experiencing um, situations where I feel like <laughs> uh, you know what you did type situation, mm-hmm. it's almost like dealing with my kids. Right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes they need to hear what they did wrong. They mm-hmm. know they did. You, mm-hmm. you, now, you know, I told you that it was bedtime at 830. Mm-hmm. You know you're supposed to be in the bed at 830. But you decide that you want to come downstairs <laughs> and try to sneak a snack. Right. Like, now you know what you did wrong. Right. But sometimes you just need to hear me tell you, hey, yo, look, listen, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Because I, a lot of times people will try to push their limits with you. And the key thing that I've learned along the way as well is we teach people how to treat how us. To treat us. Mm-hmm. So like you said, we kiki ha ha, and then all of a sudden we have this awakening like, oh mm-hmm. wait, time out. I can't live my life like this. And one of the, the reasons why I am so like now I'm verbal about it because there's a simple phrase. It ain't you. It's, it's me. me. If they care enough, they'll say, oh my gosh, what did I do? But are they in tune enough? Because like I said, right. I've had these conversations with people that I have cut off. Mm-hmm. And 
And they're like, I thought I, I did something and I, you know, and, and, and the still that it's, it's not you, it's me mm-hmm. still comes up. So it's just like, even when you explain it to someone, they have to be open and ready to accept that. Because if they're not, no matter what you're saying, it's going to go in one ear and out the other until they realize that they were enough. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't for me. Right. right. You know what I mean? It Like, like I said, it's me, not you. Right. right. And, and, and I think that hearts don't break even. Right. We mm-hmm. already always heard that hearts don't break even. And so while we're now talking about friendships and we'll get into relationships a little bit later, but mm-hmm. hearts don't break even. So even on a friendship level, mm-hmm. like it's crazy that I'm on my end like that. Should I have said something? Should I have just not, you know, cut them off? Because I still feel like my heart wants to feel love for this friendship that I had to to kind of be like, I can't bang with you like that. Mm-hmm. Because it's. I mean, honestly, when you weigh friendships, it's just like, how is it benefiting me anyway? Ooh. Where is it benefiting me anyway? Mm-hmm. Everybody that come with you can't go with you. That is very true. So as far as a friendship level, while I battle not saying, hey, look, this is the reason why I stepped away. Mm-hmm. I have to also look at myself and be like, Michelle... What was it benefiting you? And, and and again, maybe it could be... So an, that's my good and goodbye. Yeah, maybe it could be at an associate level. Hey, right. look, we're not friends, but maybe we could work on a, hey, how you doing? You good? And there's no expectation because when I see an associate shop, right, I'm not expecting you to be calling me every week and asking me how my mom is doing and asking me how the kids do. I'm not expecting it. I'm this expecting... Hey, what's up? How you doing? You good? All right. Glad to hear you doing See, good. I don't know. I think I struggle with the associate level because it's not that many people that I'm close to. Mm-hmm. And so even like some family members are on the associate level. Like, yeah. to me, like when you think of associate, you think of like somebody you work with that you're not even... You know, you you see them mm-hmm. and it's more on a high and by, but there's no personal level there. There's mm-hmm. no there's no colorfulness because y'all not intermingling y'all emotions and stuff, right? right. So when I think of associates, like dag, I gotta dag, like we gotta limit you down to associate. Right, it's, like, it's, it's, it's tough because we have mismanaged the word friend for so yes. long. We have <laughs> yeah, we have mismanaged that word friend for so long. Oh, she my friend? Is, Is she? she? <laughs> Because guarantee you, if we talking to a dude and he be like, "Oh, she my friend." Oh, oh. what kind of friend? What, right? Is she your friend? What kind of friend? Like a friend you y'all used to, yeah, like a friend you used to date friend, but now y'all just friends. She call you bro friend, but she really want to be in your girlfriend. Like, what kind of friend is she? Like, make it make sense to me. Like, right. what kind of friend is she? And not only that, we need to ask, what kind of friend? are you yeah and then what is your definition of friend and once you define definition of friend you can say okay you're not a friend but you're an associate you're somebody i know right right and i even catch myself now i'm telling you after you read this book you like oh my friend this girl i went to high school with like somebody i know it's hard but once you do that emotionally that yearn for like and i'm once you close that door Mm -hmm. you may need to just say like yo look I don't expect this to go nowhere, mm-hmm. but just for my sake, I need to have a conversation with you because I don't know where you stand, right. but this is where I'm kind of going with this. Right. And I've also had to do that with one of the people that I used to call a friend mm-hmm. and used to be close with, you know, some things transpired and from time to time she'll hit me up or she'll like something or she'll say, you know, but I don't call her. I don't talk to her every day. I don't mm-hmm. text her. We don't have that kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. And so now it's like I posted something and she sent me a message on um, Facebook and she said, I love you. Mm -hmm. And I said, I love you too. Mm -hmm. Because I genuinely love you, but I understand that we're not in that space anymore where we used to be. But if something was to happen to you, my feelings would be hurt. So I do love you. And again, what kind of love is that? Mm -hmm. And we get into that. That's so that. So that, so that's not even, so affiliate love is like a friendly love. Right. Would that be that type it's of, like, a, it's like, like an a, associate type of yeah. friendly? It's like, I'm seeking the highest good for you. I want everything to work out in your favor. I don't wish no bad harm. Or, I don't be like, oh, if somebody asked me about her, I'd be like, uh, we're not really that close, but I don't wish any harm for her or on her family. Like, right. I just have wonder. Learn. I wonder where the I love you comes from because I think a lot of people are thirsty for things that they don't talk about. Girl, come like, on. Like, I think it's, I think it's real out there in these streets. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's real out there. Girl. 
And so my 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 thing is, I think that while you're like, look, if somebody asks about her, oh, we all right. Like, we not on that type of, but yet she could reach out to you and say those three words that, you know what I mean, shouldn't be taken that lightly. It's like, where are you coming from with this? Mm-hmm. And I think we don't have those conversations with people. And mm-hmm. so people might look at you on a, well, dang, I reached out and now you want to know what's going on. Like, I think these conversations are important because it's, I want to know where I stand with you. But I don't know if it's having an older mom. Mm-hmm. Sometimes wisdom will allow you to see things differently. I know her so well that I don't even have to ask her where those three words are coming oh, from. Oh, okay, because y'all were once I already know. Close. So you Heck already yeah, know. I already know where they coming from. Mm. It's coming from I'm stubborn. It's coming from I really want to talk, but I don't want to because I don't want you in my business. It's coming from I miss you being like my older sister. I know exactly where it's coming mm. from. And that's not to say that the relationship is going to change, mm-hmm. but... Because I've reached out. I say, yo, we need to have a conversation. I'm waiting for the conversation whenever you're ready. Mm-hmm. Because that is one thing that I have grown in. Because before, yeah. I ain't telling you squat. Nothing, right. Bye. See you later. Right. And so, uh, another thing about me that I've kind of... It's not necessarily a personal, like a, a friendship or type thing. Mm-hmm. But I've learned to say goodbye to having to feel like I'm in control. Mm, because this year and last look well it started um last year Mm -hmm. but it rolled into this year Mm -hmm. um and for a moment i thought i was in control of a lot right right (laughs) i I think a lot of people did yeah (laughs) until i got completely stripped like i mean lost my apartment Mm. lost my job well, I didn't lose my job. I resigned, but I was supposed to get another job. Mm-hmm. But because of COVID, I didn't. I was stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. I was fighting with unemployment, like all these like crazy things. Like I got a divorce. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, what? Is like, going ah, what's right. going on? Like, only thing I really had was my kids, and then I had to lean more on God. And so I had to lean more on God because I couldn't control nothing else. Right, so they say 2020. So they they always say hindsight is 2020, right? Well, 2020 needs to be hindsight because this is a hot mess, girl. 2020 is supposed to is supposed to represent clear vision, Mm -hmm. right? So, in our reality, being stripped of everything and only having the essentials and the things that you need and the things that you love and the things that are close for you are really the only things that matter, right? It's just the bare necessities. That's all I had, like. (laughs) I was living with family. Like, a lot of people don't know. Like, I was living with family. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, living with family with three kids. Mm -hmm. So, it's one thing. Yeah, it's one thing when you live with family, you got your own life. I was living with family with three kids. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm so thankful for my family because Mm -hmm. they saw the need. They stepped in. I had shelter. I had, Mm -hmm. you know, food. And I had everything. We had everything that we needed. And Looking back on it, like you said, I was right where God wanted me to be Mm -hmm. because my prayer life went from zero to hero. Okay, (laughs) like it was there, but it was just like, thank you, Lord, for waking me up, and then I'm on my way. Right. I I got too comfortable with not trusting Him with my every move. Mm -hmm. I got more that time. Yes, yes, time and time Mm -hmm. management. Where are you going to go in the pandemic? Right. What else you got to do? Right. You in the house. Even if you got the COVID, they tell you to stay in for 12 days. So it's just like, I'm We're, here with my thoughts. I so you better be talking thoughts. to God while you got all that free time. You know, it, it's, it's, it's amazing that, you know, when it first happened, everybody was like, yeah, like I, I was driving on the road one day. I was sneaking out, y'all. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> Past curfew. But 295, bro. There, right? It wasn't even trucks on the road. I know. And I was like, yo, this is like some real stuff right now. Mm-hmm. When they shut down everything, I was like, yo, this is really real. And I, I found myself, Lord, please, like, whatever's going on, we already know. Like, you knew this pandemic was coming. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself not just with my own dogs, like, dang, Brittany, it's crazy out here. I was like praying more mm-hmm. and constantly having that conversation with God. So I lost control, literally, because mm-hmm. I didn't need it anymore. I said, okay, Lord, you want me to go left? I'm going to go left. Right. You want me to go right? I'm going to go right. And then, you know, things started turning around. But even still, I'm still in the mindset of like, okay, I realize 
that we're really not in control of our lives. Like, God is really in control yeah, of our lives. And point once, blank period. That's it. That's it. Point blank period. And I think that a lot of people, um, if they didn't seek a higher power, if they didn't seek um, God, that this year was definitely a year of trying to find out. Yeah. Like, where you at? Mm-hmm. What's this guy? Who's this guy you speak of? Right. <laughs> right. Who is this man? Because I need him. Like, you know what I mean? People have gone through, you know, tragedy mm-hmm. during this season. And I, I, I was always someone to watch Fox 29 News in the morning. Always. Like, like clockwork. Like, even before I had a child in, in high school, mm-hmm. I mean, that was literally my, I mean, when Chanel was on there. Okay, Granny. Mm, okay, this <laughs> was my favorite. <laughs> but it was like, that was my go-to. When COVID hit, I'm not watching no more TV. Right. Because y'all not going to pump this <laughs> crazy, I know who my God is. Mm-hmm. I know how I'm covered. I know who watches over me. Mm-hmm. I'm not even now, mind you. I'll take the safety precautions. Mm-hmm. I'll do. I'll get the wind. The, the Windex. Windex. <laughs> you you taking shots of Windex? Lord, don't listen to that man. You better stop. I, I'll get the wipes. <laughs> Clorox. I'll get the wipes. I'll get you know the hand sanitizer. I'll wash my hands. Things that I would probably normally do anyway. I mean, I grew up in a house like that. My mom, we go out to eat. My mom be like, y'all need a wife? Right. Go wash your hands before you you eat. That's natural. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, that was natural. But it was just like, I got, I had to turn the news off. I don't Mm want to hear about New York and how they got bodies with millions of bodies. Like, I don't want to hear about that. Mm -hmm. I I already have to hear it from the people that I talk to every day from work. Like, you know what I mean? So I know that my mind is going to be infiltrated with this information. So, Again, finding the good and goodbye, we have to train our minds that although there is bad going on around us, what's going on inside Side. of us? Ooh, that's a word. Can we say that again? Like, what's going on inside? Because mm. anything can be going on around you. Mm-hmm. But what is really going on inside of you? Because what's going on inside of you will come out as well. I- I'd like to liken that to a tornado. You ever heard of, like, the eye of the tornado is, like, the most peaceful place ever? So, like, all around, all hell's breaking loose. Literally, houses is flipping, cars is flying, mm-hmm. people is... Everything's going crazy. But they say the eye of a tornado is, like, the most peaceful mm-hmm. place ever. Somebody said, like, if, if I could feel what heaven would feel like, mm-hmm. it would be the eye of a tornado. And I don't think a lot of people know what it feels to be in a storm and have peace. Girl. Like, that is the most... When th- like literally when you're when you're going through a breakup, right, or when you're moving from place to place, for you to actually have peace within those things mm-hmm. and things around you are going to haywire, hell, <laughs> right? Right? Like so, for you to have peace and to give peace to others, mm-hmm. it shows where you are spiritually. And my boss used to be like, "Yo." I would have never known anything was going on with you. And it wasn't be- me fronting. It was me like, okay, Lord, like, I Because we know where to run to. I had right. a customer who would be like, Michelle, every time I ask you what's going on or how you doing, you're like, fine. He was like, and you could be like burning <laughs> on fire right now and you wouldn't even say anything. Because I said, no, I would tell you if, if, if I right. something was going on. But at the same time, I know that everything that's going on around, like, a lot of things are bigger than me. Like, I can't take a lot of stuff personally. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so many things are bigger than me. I'm just, I'm a transient. Like, I'm passing through. Mm-hmm. I'm passing through. And if my time here passing through means I got to go through a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this, I'm down for the ride. And as, long as, I'm, as long as God is there, I'm good. But I think, that's a there, great, I think that's a great mindset to have. And I think part of that is us growing up in the church. And, yeah. and But I always think about people that didn't get that or just didn't get any type of guidance or anything. And so that's why you see, like, these crazy things about, like, moms hurting their kids. And I'm with you. Uh-huh. The news... I I can't because it's been a month of Sunday since I turned it on. Yeah, I, I don't even know what the weather like. I don't even turn it off for the weather yeah. anymore. I'm just like it's it's winter. It's gonna be cold, I guess. Where are we going <laughs> to the grocery store? Okay, put a hat on. Like right. that's it. So I, I think this was like a, a a great 
way to definitely see good and goodbye because definitely. I and, and I, I can't necessarily say I'm excited about 2021 just yet mm-hmm. because I know that just because the clock says um, January 1st 2021 don't mean things gonna be sweet we got I don't know I don't know I, I, and I said it to you the other night when I when we recorded the last live but my brother surprised me and came mm-hmm. home and I said, I feel like something's coming. coming. And you I just... still feel like mm-hmm. something is coming. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to be, I think us mm-hmm. um, have to be in expectance. Yeah, that's a good word. For greatness to come. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm always like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm always expecting greatness to, be, to come because COVID came. And wasn't nobody expecting that. Like, you right. know what I mean? Right. So, that, so, right. the bad, so we know that the bad is going to come. Right. Like, it's going to come. There's nothing we can do about it. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, we have to expect greatness and prepare. And when I say prepare, I mean internally mm. prepare for things that we don't see, that we can't predict, that we can't even fathom. Mm-hmm. would affect not only our close families, but other families around us, let alone the entire world. See, that's why I like hanging out with you, because I be feeling <laughs> one way when I walk in, then I walk out like, you know what? She was on to something right then and there. Like, and you're right, yo. Because I always try to, and, and, and that's me, I always try to find the good in it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm saying, the good and goodbye. Like, even if I did cut you off, Believe me, I found the good and goodbye. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I found the good. And I'm good. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it, and it, and it, <laughs> and it kind of cut through. But I understand. But you have to. That's what I like. I saw something that said closure is a fraud. Like, mm. I think sometimes I think that closure is a fraud because you don't need to hear the words from somebody else's mouth. That's your ego. Hey, yo. Your ego wants to hear them words. Your ego needs to be fed. A lot of people, you know, <laughs> you said we're going to get into relationships. Relationship? Well, is, is that, this is a segment. This is a segment. It's like double jacks when you're trying to jump, <laughs> jump in, in. <laughs> and you rocking back and forth and your boobs be smacking in the forehead. <laughs> if you got them, but not me. But anyway, y'all know what I mean. Double dutch with the phone cord. Right. Do not get smacked with that extension cord. Come home with mad whelps. Like, what was you doing? Jumping mm, double dutch. Jumping double dutch. Like, dang, girl. Barefoot. Like, what? Why are you taking your shoes off? But anyway. Um, so, like I said to y'all, y'all already know, like, I got a divorce or whatever. And um, I think that we never had a conversation. Like, we never had, like, a hey, this, this is, is it. It was like one day he moved out, the next day I moved mm-hmm. out, and that was it. But it wasn't like, you know, you th- we didn't have none of that. Mm-hmm. And I think we both mutually like how you are. Look, bro, you know what's up. He like, look, sis, you know what's up. <laughs> and we just was like, all right, boom. Wow. Like, that was that. Mm-hmm. And I think now we're getting to, like, a better place. I'm not saying it's the best, but mm-hmm. we're getting to a better a better place. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I can say before we, um, like, we did have, like, some enjoyable times in the very, 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 very beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think now we're kind of like, all right, we share kids. We just going to do the best we can to try to navigate back to that. Not to be best friends, mm-hmm. but to just be peaceable between the two of us to try to make sure that these kids get what they need. And right. it's, it's been a long road to get there. Mm-hmm. But I think that in relationships, like you said, sometimes you don't need that. Like, oh, you because all that is is like, you know, when you get a, a wound mm-hmm. or a scab and then you ready for it to heal. And what do you do? You pluck it off. And what happens? Ugh. Is back to the white meat, and now you gotta start all over all the again. Healing process all over yeah, again. and now you got an open wound, so now you gotta put the nurse peroxide it. nurse mm-hmm. and nurse it, and the Why do all of that? Right. Just keep it moving. Like you, you right. are y'all already know. Now, that's just my take on it. Like, like and I said, feel like sometimes I feel like sometimes the conversation is needed, mm-hmm. and I feel like maybe the conversation is needed after the space. Because you go through a cycle of, um, like I was saying earlier, you know, what was wrong with me or why couldn't that person stay with me or, you know, what was the reason? Mm -hmm. What was the reason? Right. Right. What was the reason? Right. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, 
go through those that that um cycle right in your in your brain mm-hmm. and so closure for some people is to end that cycle mm-hmm. but i feel that sometimes god puts people in your life to disrupt a pattern Ooh. that you're used to jesus okay mm. there there are people out there who are used to people um manipulating them there are people out there who are used to manipulating people. Mm-hmm. There are people out there who are used to just giving people their way and not really teaching people how to treat them, like mm-hmm. truly treat them with respect. And I, and I feel like when you get in the cycle of doing that, you get stuck in these relationships. So then when you got somebody like myself mm-hmm. who comes along and is like, I'm not tolerating that, mm-hmm. that's not acceptable to me and mm-hmm. that's not something that's going to make me thrive so I have to step away from this mm-hmm. when you have somebody that's confident in themselves to say you know what this is not going to serve me and, that, and that's ultimately what it is because mm-hmm. you're supposed to be in a relationship to serve one another mm-hmm. you know what I mean submit one to another mm-hmm. so when you're not when that's no longer doing it for me I have to say sayonara peace <laughs> Like, for real. Like, we know life is short. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And so many people are not used to people just being, like, deuces. Right. You know what I mean? They used to the girl that's like, okay, well, he did it that one time, and now, you know, he... It, I mean, I know it happened again, but he was he was just tipsy that night, or he was... Or, or no, honey. Right. He was not paying attention to the things that you required... Right, and you didn't feel the need to actually push yourself a little bit more because you didn't feel like he was worthy of that. So you said sayonara. A lot of females don't know how to say sayonara. I was one of them. I didn't say sayonara, peace out, adios, deuces, none of that. But I also think that I didn't necessarily have a upbringing where a lot of things were peace out, sayonara, gotta go, mm. right? So, thinking back from you, I, I know why you... Look, <laughs> girl, if y'all don't know, y'all need to go back and listen back to previous right. episodes as to why it's easy for her to do that. Right. And I think for me, I'm like, wait, no, don't, mm-hmm. no, okay. But there was some... Um, I was operating from deficiencies mm-hmm. in myself, mm-hmm. whether it was confidence at one point and then I got it and then I was like, oh, wait, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Or whether it was lack of learning how to effectively communicate because mm-hmm. you can communicate, but are you effectively communicating? Right. So once I got the effective communicating part, it was like, oh, no, you really can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then once it got to, okay, got self-confidence, got effectively communicating and my spiritual life is right, got to go. <laughs> right so it took me strike gotta three go. which you right. was like nope mm, gotta go boom and I don't even think no but with me it's not even that quick as it seems mm-hmm. I am someone who actually gives someone the benefit of the doubt and a chance because mm-hmm. I am such an empath mm-hmm. like I'm such someone who like I said wants to see the good in people mm-hmm. like you know what I mean I want to but once you have gone through the things that I have gone through and mm-hmm. have learned and have seeked, you know, knowledge and 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 how to become a better person for you, mm-hmm. because you know, going through foster care and all that other stuff, you're you're it just almost feels like you're like a pawn. Like, look at my daughter, this is my new daughter. Right. Like, you know, like, oh, <laughs> oh, Yo, stop, stop, stop it. Stop. Look at my son. Like, you know what I mean? It's almost like you're on display for the world and they're looking at you as if, you know, you're like this answer to this prayer. When you're, as a person, is like, okay, I need, like, to do things for me. Mm-hmm. Not to make you feel good. Not to make, and, and that's from my background. And so, when I'm able to cut somebody off, it's because I have given you a chance. chance. I okay. really had. Mm-hmm. And I haven't probably spoken on the first couple of times where the patterns are like, oh, wow, you really don't think that's important. And I think that's important. Mm-hmm. And I've learned and I've and I've learned to kind of let people do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Because if you let them do what they're going to do, they're going to show you what they want to do. Ooh, yo, you just got to Somebody pass the collection, please. Like they're gonna show you what they're gonna what they're gonna do anyway. 
So why should I say after every time, like, you didn't think that that was important? Because I thought that that was important. Who said that? Um, when people show you who they are, believe, believe them. Right. And so I am getting into the the practice of believing who you're telling me that you are. But I believe 100% of what you do and nothing what you say. Right. And it's like, for me, I've heard all that before. I'm in the stage of my life where you got to prove it. Heard it all before. Right. Like, you have to prove it. And I'm, I'm the kind of person where you have to prove it anyway because of my past. Right. I've been through bloom, 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 bloom. You want to have to prove it. Like, right. I, and, and I can take care of myself. Oh, you're going to have to prove it. Right. you going to have to prove it, my dude. Right. you going to have to prove it. Right. And I, I think that... Okay, let me ask you a question. I'm about to put you on the spot real quick. Mm-hmm. So, for the good and goodbye, what advice would you give to a young girl about um, just how to change the narrative mm-hmm. and because we we get so easily wrapped up sometimes in people saying like oh you're the angry black woman like mm-hmm. people will say you're the angry black woman mm-hmm. because you said goodbye or you're mm-hmm. the angry black woman because you cut him off or dad mm-hmm. girl you ain't even support me like what would you say to her or to your younger self mm-hmm. that would encourage you to stay on that path of like don't let that don't let that happen to you I would say to one get you someone that you can actually trust mm-hmm. whether it's a counselor whether it is a um you know a, a, a trusted friend mm-hmm. get you somebody that's gonna pour into you in a way of knowing that you're struggling with something and they feel okay being right there with you Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we go through things alone mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we don't trust that someone is going to look at us as who we truly are. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we don't even want to look at us for who we truly are. Okay. That's Woo. hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. So to get someone else that's going to be like, dang, I hope they're not going to judge me or I hope that, you know, what I'm saying ain't going to come off crazy. Cause I have a lot of people that'll say something to me and they'd be like, other people like would think that's crazy right but you just okay. and I'm like who am I to judge you mm-hmm. like who am I to judge anyone who acts a certain way throughout their pain throughout their triumphs throughout their um, hurts and breakups and things who am I to judge you I, I, I'm I only a vessel here to help you if, if there's anything I can do to help you or guide you but I think it's important to be able to confess your transgressions to somebody mm-hmm. and somebody like I said somebody that you trust <laughs> right somebody that's not gonna hold you know throw it back in your face mm-hmm. someone that's gonna encourage you because um we weren't meant to do it alone mm-hmm. we we weren't meant to do any of this alone another thing in that person hopefully that person does have like the love of Christ in them mm-hmm. because they can show you love more than they can tell you what it's about you know what I mean like sometimes I don't act on certain things or don't say certain things because I'm like, dang, will God say something or will he just be like, let me get a hug or let me hug you or let, like, you know what I mean? Like it is sometimes you gotta, you gotta kind of come outside yourself. Mm-hmm. That WWJD. Like, what does the, what does the love look like? Not what would it say? Not where would it go? What does it look like? Mm-hmm. And what does, what would, what, what would that love do for somebody else? I don't know. I'm a huge giver. So, and again, this is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's above me now. What that do that the front desk say? <laughs> it's, above it's above me, me now. <laughs> like, it's above me now. And I know that when I, whenever I talk to anybody, I understand it's above me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's above me. There's a reason that this is happening, that we're having this exchange. But really, it's above me. So I have to, I have to be in line with what's above me to be able to really deliver to you what is needed, what is called for at the moment. So I think that would be my advice. Really, really, it's so hard for people to trust people. Girl. It really is. It really is hard for people. And I think that that's one of our biggest problems. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough people that we can trust, enough people that's not going to judge us. Enough, And it's crazy because we all going through the same, same thing. Right. Like in a relationship, I mean, who, who, how hard has, has it been for somebody to say the good and goodbye or see the good and goodbye? 
hard. It's hard when you've been with somebody for 9, 10, 11, 12 years. You've been married to somebody <laughs> for 15, 20 years. And now he, he, he done came to you and look, I, I'm not in love with you anymore. That's rough. How do how do you how do you find the good and goodbye in that? How? And I think that that's where uh, a lot of us struggle with being, and I even say myself more optimistic mm-hmm. instead. It's easy to be pessimistic about a whole bunch of stuff. That's too heavy for me. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I, I do not choose to be pessimistic. It, it happens sometimes. And, I ain't gonna front. And, but and sometimes, it's heavy. Yeah, I know it's heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and sometimes it happens. Heavy. It happens so fast. That we don't even it realize that you already on the hamster wheel of pessimistic. Boop, 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 boop. And then until you get off the hamster wheel, you be like, whew, like that. I'm tired. I was on that for Why did I do that? Why did I even do that? Girl, why don't you pop my mouth and talking tell me to don't your, talking to yourself though? Right, it'd be like having the whole in. car ride, having the whole car. I know I didn't say like, that. I like, oh Lord, I was laid up like this. <laughs> right, you like Lord, forgive me because that was I not even right. Child, <laughs> just mad. I've been here acting crazy, man. For no reason. Like I drank this many wine bottles this week. <laughs> like no, Lord, that's not right. Seriously, like, and that's why I say you need. Someone to be, someone to call. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I truly need, you know, and even if that someone is not a person, that's 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 why we, you know, we always stress that relationship with God because it's it's hard to trust people at first. Mm-hmm. So you you gotta kind of be one with yourself mm-hmm. and have your own conversations with the father you by know, yourself. <laughs> you know what I like thinking about? Like, all right, so you know back in the day where you go swimming, mm-hmm. right? And you and all your friends or whoever, your cousins, whatever, you, you like line up next to the pool. Mm. And everybody like, we all going to jump in. What happens? <laughs> it's always one person. That don't jump in. That don't jump in. Like, and then we y'all going. come up, can barely breathe. And right. you're looking up like, bro, why did you jump in with us? <laughs> now, for the rest of the time y'all swimming and y'all jump in, you don't trust that person to mm. jump in with you. Girl. Or how about when you're looking for the remote and you be like, is the remote underneath of you? And they be like, no. no. You be like, stand up. That, that's how much we don't trust right. people. <laughs> the remote is, yes, it was. See? see this? But yeah, you, you look remote. back and you're like, I don't trust you to jump in with me. Mm. And a lot of the times, we feel like we're jumping in. Yeah. And somebody Our own situations right. by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the person that you thought was supposed to jump in with you, mm-hmm. they out on like, like, let me test the water with my big toe. Now, girl, that's, that's relationship. Mm-hmm. How about family? Because mm-hmm. family, you would think that, oh, I'm jumping in with you. I'm, 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 you family, immediate family at that. Family got a different definition I'm, for me. I, ugh. Well, you already know for me. You yeah, got a, right. a bajillion of them, but Jesus. <laughs> like, honestly, my my mom is um, one of many. She mm-hmm. has a lot of siblings, and my dad was one of five. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have a lot of cousins. Okay. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. Got a lot of first cousins <laughs> on both sides. And... I have had, and I don't like to call it the burden of family, mm. but I have had one, like, the ministry of family. Like, I love being around my family. Mm-hmm. Game night, having people over, Super Bowl parties, birthday parties. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, look at all of us. <laughs> Taking pictures, like, you know, looking back on pictures, like, dang, who will let me out the house with my hair like right. that? Like, you know, I like doing stuff like that. Right. Having family Nostalgia. get together. Mm-hmm. Right. But I had to realize... That everybody don't value those things. Mm. And everybody don't give two squats about your birthday just because you care about their birthday. That's true. And everybody don't care about getting together, having game night, and having a good time because this person don't like that person and that person. Like, I literally had family members say, like, well, who all over there? Your cousin! The get family! On. Yeah, like, <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? Like, what? Like, no, who, does it matter? And so, for me, my definition of family is not okay my definition of family is not we have the same blood that's a relative mm-hmm. we're related it's funny earlier i was saying to myself like you family but you're not kin <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> you took it way that info you family but you're not kin like like you already know with me i have family you my family like you know what i mean right like, as 
as I get older, um, we were around family, or when I was younger, we were around family. None of our family actually live in the state. We have a huge uh, military family, so everybody's kind of like everywhere a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, grandmothers in Connecticut, aunts, uncles in Virginia. You know, I got people in the South. So, and that's just my adopted family. Right. Then I had my biological family, and it's a whole mess and of them. They everywhere too. Right. So, for me, as I as I'm getting older, I am thirsting after the connection um, with my biological family a little bit more now Mm -hmm. than I was when I was younger. And I think because, like me and my sister, we talk almost every other day. But you got to understand, I didn't meet her until I was, what, 21? Mm -hmm. And we really didn't have a relationship when we kind of met. But now... We talk every day. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? And, and and that's my sister. Like, that's my twin. Like, we literally could be... She could be talking about Chick-fil-A and I had already ordered it. Like, that's how close that's we are. Crazy. Like, to me, that's Ken. <laughs> like, you could be family, right. but you're not Ken. I feel like Ken runs through your veins. Like, I feel like that's a spiritual type of thing. I feel like sometimes you call people family and there are people who you hold dear to you mm-hmm. but Ken is going to know what's going to heal you you know what I mean they're, they're going to know what's going what's, what, to what's what's really speaking to you my sister began me straight and she's younger than me what's in your cup today because you just keep dropping all these gems <laughs> Lord Jesus Lord she's just dropping all the gems like today. she knows how to get me right because it's just like we do have the same blood running in our veins mm-hmm. and I'll be damned if I have you out here looking crazy, crazy. because you my sister right and like I said she's younger than me but I call her like that's my twin mm-hmm. and so as I get older I crave for more family connections between me, my brothers, my sisters, because I I have a child. She has a child. My my other two sisters have children. And we haven't gelled. But when we together, oh. Amos and B. Amos and B. Mm -hmm. And as we get older, we have to redefine our family because the people that you said, like you said, that you feel like was supposed to be jumping in with you mm-hmm. and you don't jump in and you don't come up out and of I'm the in water. The, I'm in the deep end. Too. In the deep end. So you yeah. gotta go down a little bit before you can come back and up. And then when you coming back up, you trying to keep yourself afloat and you saw and they're I, still standing on the edge of it. Girl, they're not even standing. They sunbathing. They laying down, chilling. Right. right. No cares in the world. None. And it's like, I need somebody that's going to dive deep with me. Right. If you're not going to do that, don't even come with me. Or at least throw me a light ride. Something. Something. Because sometimes you can't always jump. But there are things that you can do. Right. To make, to let somebody know that you're there. I'm there. Look, look, look. I might not be able to pay no bills, but I can cook a meal. Right. I might not be able to uh, pay no bills, but I'll be able to watch your kids so you could go to work. I think sometimes family even have... And I... I to the black family because I feel like white family they be looking out for each other and that's just how I feel there's some of them that you know throw their kids to the wayside Mm -hmm. it happens in that community as well I'm not saying that it don't but I'm saying that I feel like for black families because they didn't have the education growing up on how to mend relationships and how to actually carry out a relationship on a I need you basis financially and so I'm going to stay here Mm -hmm. but I need you emotionally I don't feel like they really operated and were taught how to be there for each other emotionally and when I say families I mean our parents parents Mm -hmm. like did you teach your child to be there for them emotionally or were you providing for them so much so that you weren't there for them emotionally and now they have kids and now you don't know how to be there for them emotionally. And I think that goes back, and I'm going to take it even further back. Slavery. (laughs) Serious. Even further back. Slavery. Yes. That that emotional connection of being snatched away, Mm -hmm. but we weren't just snatched. Our own people were like, here you go. Mm -hmm. Here go, here go, here go, because he's not strong enough. I'm going to let you take him. Right. Like, what? Mm -hmm. And so, a lot of the times, and and you said it it happens like in the black family, but a lot of times you got to think, Culturally, we have no identification. Mm. Right. Where we come from. Where who But that's how I feel being in foster care. Right. Being adopted. Right. Like, so you got that. Where like, are my roots? Where am I? So it's just like where do we come from? Right. So, but you gotta think. When Italians come over, 
They, the, they, they come over, oh, right? But the grandmom live in the house with the mom and the dad, and they mm-hmm. help take care of the baby, mm-hmm. right? And even in Haitian culture, right, they live with their parents and their grandparents, and they say, like, but for black Americans or Americans who were mm-hmm. born here or, mm-hmm. or people who are, are melanated that live here, yeah. it's like, uh, what are we? Mm-hmm. Well, where we come from? Where are because you got Jamaicans? They know exactly where they come from. Jamaica, their family history. You know, my dad came over here first mm-hmm. and bought me and yep. my brother, and my sister came Worked over hard. here. Right. Mm-hmm. So they have that cultural bond. I would say Africans that were born in America, we don't have an identification. So because we were stripped of our language, of our of our land, of everything, mm-hmm. now we get here and it's like, I need you to heal. Well, dang. We done going through years and years and years and years of right. years of not talking about it. Right. We're not gonna not talk, about, talk about it. We're not gonna talk about what happened. Shh. Everybody be quiet. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna talk about Uncle So and So touching little Susie. We're not gonna talk about nope. that. We just gonna we just, the hey, 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 just keep don't, it moving. Don't say nothing right. right here. So we have in a sick way mm. have suppressed our feelings. Mm. So that we can just feel better about the decisions that we made or allowed somebody else to make. Mm-hmm. So that is where I feel a lack of communication comes from. And because people have this mindset, well, my grandparents did it. Well, my parents did it. Like, what exactly did they do? Just stay together? Right. Did you, what, did you, did you, do you know the thread? They ain't find, no, find no nothing in goodbye. They just stayed there. Right. Like, no. There was no good in goodbye because they didn't say goodbye. Right. And a lot of people were like, well, why do you... I've seen a um, um, thing on Facebook going around. Why do you think our grandparents' marriages lasted and ours are not lasting? And I just was like, pick a reason. <laughs> Pick one. Like, before they was having, like, 15 kids a pop. Like, now they got one or two maybe. Yeah, it's easier to leave. It's easier to be like, do I need to? Yeah, no. no. I don't even really need to be going through this for Right, me. like, they, they had <laughs> mad kids together. No right, they, they, they weren't, the women weren't working. Right. There wasn't no social media. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Y'all think there wasn't cheating? No, it was shame to the family. And that's another thing we gotta let go. Mm. Shame. Yes, we have to let go of shame. Shame, shame, shame. I don't want to go to Mexico. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, let that joint go. A lot of people can't let shame go, though. I don't they care. What, at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, I don't got an answer to none of y'all. Exactly. So whatever y'all think, let them think what they think. Because I felt a little bit of that, you know, going through this whole process. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, what people... Then I was like... Y'all think what y'all want to think. Because yep. y'all was not in the house with me. Y'all was not nowhere near. Y'all don't know nothing. So y'all think what y'all think. And I, and when you don't have to defend that. Right. It's, it's like. It's a freeing feeling. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if somebody was like, all right, like, I'm not trying to be nosy, but what's up? And I'm like, okay, this is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. we're not together. Whatever the case may be. Or I lost my job. Whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Because I think that being honest will help somebody else. Because we don't go through things. And that's another thing about finding the good and goodbye. People will be like, what? I didn't know that. But little do they know that my story is preparing them for a season that they don't even know no, they're they about to. across yet. What? Because, <laughs> like, people will be like, I, 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 Brittany, you know, you're such a great mom. And da-da-da-da-da-da. Being a single mom ain't easy. But little do they know, they about to become a single mom. For whatever Ooh. reason. Right. They're about to become a single mom. And they're mm-hmm. like, you know what? Hmm. That's what I'm saying. You if need Brittany somebody. Can do it, you need you need somebody because when you actually go through it, it's just like, I know what it feels like to be alone. A lot of people will be like, Michelle, I just don't, I just don't um think that you can be alone. And I'm like, how are you going to tell, tell me, me. <laughs> that I don't know how to be alone? Like being alone has been a, a, a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And so I think that when you do find your quote unquote tribe, you know what I mean? The people that you can vibe with, the people that, you know, won't judge you, the people that will pour into you, the people, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people will hate you for being able to vibe with somebody who real is I don't know what, rather than somebody that'll lie to you and, and hi, Kiki in your face, girl. And right. really hating on you. Right. Like, nah, vibe with your tribe. Okay? Can we get a shirt? 
<laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, yo, can y'all just start it? How many she gonna drop today? Like try. Because at the end of the day, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. And the realest ones are gonna rock with you anyway. Mm-hmm. I could I could tell in the spirit realm Ooh, who ain't vibing with me. And I'm still okay. And I still smile for Yo, you. and when you posted I'll that the still... other day, you see what I said? <laughs> we gotta be that. We gotta be that. Like, Wait. I still know the people who cross me and don't think that they, don't think that I know. But, I'm still gonna smile. I'm still gonna support you. I'm still going to love you because, again, if I sew in the direction of my, what did I say? So, um, sow your seed in the direction of your need. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's with your transgressors. Sometimes that's with the people that that don't that don't like you. So, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you gotta be like, yeah, it's above me now. <laughs> it's above me now, that's- and I, and I know that that's not easy for a lot of people. That see. That's why you gotta you gotta watch who you come encounter with, mm-hmm. and remember that God don't make no mistakes. You don't meet people for no reason, right? Like they don't come into your path for no reason, and so I think we have to treat everyone with kindness, but we have to be smart in how we deal with them, mm-hmm. family included. Family is who God put on this green earth with you, <laughs> <laughs> and I think He put some of us here. To test the other ones. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's your daddy? I'm gonna need you to bring out the best in him, not the other way around. Ooh. And that's a harsh reality that I feel like I'm actually going through with family. Mm-hmm. I feel like God is using me to actually turn people soft. And I'm like, why me? Right. <laughs> like, right. wait, hold up. Hold up. Like, Martin, hold up. <laughs> like, Lord, you sure like, you had my name on this assignment? Right. Like, like I'm going to need a little bit more confirmation. <laughs> right. So, I, I, ain't, I ain't even playing with you. Like, for real, for real. Like, literally. Like, that's where I am in life right now. Because 2020 has thrown some curveballs where it's just like, we still here? Mm-hmm. We still here. Mm-hmm. And I have to ask God, like, God, why are we still here? Is it because because I'm waiting for somebody else to change, but are you waiting for me to change? Nothing changes if oh, nothing changes. changes. And I had to, I'm right there with you. And I'm telling you, when like, I change. Those are the truths. Yeah, when I change, I was like, oh, it's not my responsibility to make them. Okay, you you talking to me. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be acting a certain way so that, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, I felt like, what? Hey, how you doing? Like, okay, hold on, wait, this is good. Wait, right. you cool? Okay, all right, like, we can do this. And so, I think that all of 2020 and all it had to offer mm-hmm. from January 1 to December, was it 31? Mm-hmm. We yep. have learned so much as a people, and Ayala Von Zant was like, hey, look, stop focusing on the negative. Right. Focus on the positive. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so good about what you said, like expecting greatness in 2021. You had like, to. You got to be in expectancy for it. That That is such a, a good way to move into the next season of mm-hmm. expecting greatness. And I hope y'all expecting greatness from us because yes, it's coming. We, we planning on giving it to you. We plan on some things to make sure. And we want y'all to participate with us. Yes. Because we love y'all. We love y'all feedback yes, and what y'all got do. to say. And... Hearing feedback from you helps us. Helps us, yes. Do what we do. So I'm expecting greatness, Carol. Me too. Season one finale. Season one finale. And are we gonna do a live? I think we should do a live. Tell them thank you. Do a Maybe live. Maybe we could do a live um, dinner giveaway or something like that. Ooh, I like that idea. Well, no, we're not telling y'all. It's a secret. (laughs) But it is better to give than to receive. So I do want to be of cheer this holiday season. And not just the holiday. We got months of, um, I think for next year, I think, and y'all let us know. But we have like adoption awareness. We have Mm -hmm. domestic violence awareness. We have um, all types of stuff that we can. Autism awareness. Yeah. All of that. Like there's so much. All all of it. So we can definitely, um, you know, plan for those things and be able to um, 
be of service because that's 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 the goal of thirst trap as well like, mm-hmm. you know what i mean we all are thirsty and so if we could help someone in any way whether it be you know advice or whether because child i ain't registered i'm not i'm not i don't have no degree in this i just i could give I, you all some I, workout I, tips health and exercise science okay <laughs> I, i'm just here so i don't get fined i'm just kidding <laughs> But nah, we love y'all. We love y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. Um, we will do uh, a live and actually have a giveaway. So stay tuned to that. But until next time, we are expecting great things for 2021. We'll let you know when um, the second season airs. Uh, if you have any requests or any um, constructive criticism too. Yeah. I'm, I'm very open to that. If you guys have any of that, DM us at the underscore score thirst trap podcast on instagram or you can email us at thirst trap podcast at gmail.com but until then stay thirsty my friends see y'all bye bye